This is the fifth episode of the Dissolving the Ego series. And in this episode, we're going to speak about why this is actually the universe's life and not your life. See, as an ego, we constantly claim that this is our life. What about my life? Now, we can say that that is important for us on a subjective level. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't take care of your life. Obviously, you need to. You need to take care of your life, your own subjective experience, especially if you're considering about diving deeper into the spiritual traditions because you need to tend to your life to a certain way and, in some sense, cultivate your life in a certain way that can facilitate deeper exploration. But one of the big problems and the obstacles to overcome on the spiritual path, especially when we go further into the spiritual path, is this sense of subjectivity that we have. It's something we need to overcome. We see a lot of the great masters talk about this, all the way from Buddha, Lao Tzu, all the way down to Ramana Maharshi. We see this sense of subjectivity getting in the way of actually experiencing the ultimate reality. And so what we do then is, as a subjective experience is that we just constantly identify with this body and mind. And in doing so, we develop a sense of hypnosis because then we live within this world and don't realize that consciousness is actually everywhere. It's not local within your psychosomatic organism. And this is one of the big problems because we constantly identify with the equipment of this localization of consciousness. We need to remember we are a localization of the one consciousness expressing itself. Everything is consciousness from the perspective of the Eastern traditions. And so we are just a localization of that one unified consciousness that we begin to identify with the equipment, so the mind and body. And in this sense, the ego, we identify constantly with the ego. And the ego identity is built mainly on the identification with the body and mind in the sense that we live within this border of our skin and everything else is separate to us. And this is a, an illusion, obviously, because we do belong to the world. And that's one thing that a lot of people forget. They think that they are isolated from the world because the skin is the border. And so they're at odds with everything else in the world. And then people start to then believe hypnotically that this is their life and not the universe's life. It's not your life. You are an aspect or a small piece of the universe. You're a small piece of life. And we forget that. We even forget that on the spiritual path. But most people in, in the average modern day forget that, obviously, that they are just a piece of life because they live within the borders of their skin. But when we look at it from a holistic, non-dual perspective, which is the nature of reality, then we understand that we are a part of life. We are a part of the process of life. We are still the Big Bang coming on. We are still Brahman and Tao, but we've identified with this complex ego identity that we've accumulated through the process of socialization. And this is where we need to reorient our focus back within ourselves and start to realize the origin of our existence. And this is what actually the great rishis did when we talk about the great, great rishis of India who was some of the, the first masters in the world who expounded this great knowledge for humanity to listen and, and learn from. They explored themselves to understand the nature of the cosmos. And they understood that their life is not their life. It's the universe's life. They're a piece of this life. 
They're a small piece of this life, but it's harmonious with everything else. We only become disharmonic when we identify within the border of our skin, within the border of our nations and so forth and so on. When we have borders, then we begin to become disharmonic because we feel we don't belong and we are in a state of self-protection and security because we need to protect this mind-body complex. And there are reasons that you need to protect it at times, for sure. But in general, we don't need to live in protection mode. And we need to be expanding our consciousness to experience that ultimate state where we understand that it is the universe's life and not our life. We're just that small piece of life. In Shaivism, they speak about how the personal will is an illusion and actually gets in the way of accepting the universal will, so to speak. So don't think about will here in the sense of like God's will or, or this and that. But think of in sense more in the sense of like the Tao emanating through all life is what we're kind of talking about in Shaivism is that universal will or Shiva's will, so to speak, is that force that's animating our life. And we can align with that, but we need to downregulate our sense of identity to come into alignment with it. This is what the is in Taoism. Virtue, meaning that if we use a river analogy in Taoism, if we're always holding onto the banks of the river or we're fighting the current of the river, we're going to be in suffering because we're not letting go and allowing the river's power to become our power. This is what the is. This is what virtue. This is the virtue of the Tao or the virtue of Brahman, so to speak. And so we need to let go of the banks of the river and stop fighting the current to allow the Tao's power to become our power. And that's what Shiva's will is. It's about letting go of yourself to allow it to move through you because you are an aperture for the universe to express itself. But a blockage to that aperture is the identity, the ego. It blocks that. It's like a dam in the river. It's a dam in the river. And so then the, the river can't sort of function in its proper way. Its power cannot be expressed in its proper way. And that's where we begin to suffer. When we build the dam, when we fight the river, we're not allowing the universe's power to become our power. But if we downregulate our sense of self, our identity, and we understand that we are a piece of life, then the universe will make use of us in its own way. And according to our own psychosomatic organism, or what we would call in Taoism as Li, organic pattern. So Li, organic pattern here means the psychological pattern that you have within your mind. So the aptitude you have for something in this life. We all have that. Yours may be music, mine may be writing, someone else may be gardening or cooking, so forth and so on. And so when we let go of that, then that's where we find our Li. That's where we find the universe's purpose within us, not our purpose, but the purpose of the universe. And that's difficult for us to understand because we constantly think of ourselves subjectively and don't identify with the whole. This is one of the core teachings of Jiddu Krishnamurti because Jiddu always spoke about how part of the hypnosis is that fundamentally the individual is limited. But it's limited because we are constantly in this game of not identifying with the whole. Even though we all have the same emotions and fears and anxieties and love that every other human being has, but we're constantly trying to shun those and think that they're only isolated to us and no one else. 
And on top of that, we're not identifying with the whole as part of all of it. We're just identifying within this border. And within this border, we have these emotions, these feelings, this anger, and so forth and so on. And Judy's point is the more you identify with the whole, the more those subside, that is what actually contributes to a greater evolution within the human species is his perspective. Obviously, if more of us do that on a large scale, then we are going to be going in a positive direction collectively. But the point is, from Judy's perspective and from what I'm speaking about today, is it's the totality's life. It's not your life. As an individual, as an ego, you are fundamentally limited because you've built all these barriers. You say, this is mine. I am like this. I am part of this country. I like this football team. And this is all a form of limitation because you think security is within division. But it's not. Insecurity is the essence of division. <laughs> so, and that's where we get it wrong, right? Like we divide ourselves up into this group and that group and I'm like this and so forth and so on. So we divide ourselves from the world and that's what actually makes us, especially unconsciously, insecure and anxious and stressful and we suffer as a result. But when we begin to open our consciousness and realize that we are part of everything, we actually are everything in some sense. We are the universe. It's not our life, remember? It's not our life. It's the universe's life. You just identify as this subjective experience and you think that your subjective experience is the be-all and end-all. And it's not. There's been many other subjective experiences before this current time that you and I live in. And all of those people have died. They've all died. And hopefully some of them have realized what we are speaking about today. Because this is the great boon. This is the great liberation and understanding that you're just a piece of this life. And so when you understand that, when you come into alignment with that, that's when we begin to be liberated and to be free and to be truly happy then. And then you can live your life in a free and happy manner without being boxed in by this identity that we've accumulated, this ego that we've accumulated. So that's fundamentally what we always got to remember. Remember, it is not our life. It is the universe's life. And all we need to do is start to peel the layers away of the ego. And as we continually peel those layers, then your consciousness starts to expand because you begin to have an experience of the whole as opposed to this little prison of our identity that we are trapped in. Shanti, shanti, shanti.